How are you? Wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kelvin West. I am here sitting with an amazing man by the name of Tully Balcom. Tully, you are here for the Phoenix Needs Special, uh, uh, what is it, panel discussion for Phoenix uh, Panel Project. Okie doke. So we spent some time with Tully today and uh, you were talking about some, um, so for what I'd like to do right now, Tully, is to kind of have you introduce yourself, tell us a little about who you are, and then uh, tell us what, what your, is it diagnosis? Is that, is that what, yes. so go ahead, floor is uh, yours. I am Tully Balcom. I come from uh, California, uh, Santa Cruz County in particular. Uh, I come from a musical family uh, that's artistic, and uh, both of my grandfathers and several of my uncles are also engineers, so I have both the, I, I come from both um, the critical thinking and the imaginative thinking types of people. Amazing. Um, so I was always good at lots of different things, and I I just thought that that was uh, why I was quirky. Um, <laughs> uh, then when I got older, uh, my parents. Kind of stopped saying, "Oh, it's just a phase." Oh, it's just a phase. And uh, my mom got me diagnosed when I was 22 years wow. old. Wow! Wow! Uh, I had had a diagnosis before uh, because uh, I went to a Montessori school and they thought there was something wrong with me, so they sent me uh, to a therapist who uh, did a diagnosis of. Uh, ADD and uh, emotional disabilities and uh, uh, also gave me like a uh, IQ test. Okay. And for the IQ test, uh, he gave me an IQ score of 145. Now I've never had my IQ um, tested, is that high? Yes, okay. uh, so 150 is gifted, I believe, and 180 and above is uh, genius level. Wow. Uh, I, so I'm not gifted and I'm not genius level. But, <laughs> uh, How does that make you feel? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Good it's, answer. It's all <laughs> relative. Yeah. Um, so 22. So yeah, I was 22 when wow. I finally got diagnosed with autism. I when my mom told me about autism, and I started like looking at it, I was amazed that there were other people like me. Yeah, yeah. And I, I finally felt like I belonged somewhere. That must have felt amazing. Um, yeah, it was it was great knowing that there were other people going through the same types of things that I was 
struggling with like not belonging because I, I went through high school and didn't really understand other people very well. Yeah. What does it um, What does it feel like uh, not to belong to something that you, you know not to belong? What, what does that feel like? Um, I'd say it feels like being lost, but not knowing which direction to go in to find oneself. I wow. guess. Wow. So, uh, you know, we talked a little bit earlier and you, you, you said this wonderful thing about your mother um, and how she kind of, you know, she instilled in you the idea that, you know, speaking with people and, and, and engaging in conversation was important. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, I would always want to go and hide and like retreat back to my room uh, when we would have people over for like dinner parties and such because my parents were very uh, outgoing people. Yeah. And I think I might be in some ways an extrovert and in other ways an introvert because I come from very extroverted people, but I am also autistic, which is... It's hard. It's hard to reconcile those two parts. Wow. Wow. Um, and uh, so my mother would always have me participate in a conversation for at least thirty minutes, and then I could go and retreat. Yeah. But and she gave you the. It was nice having that structure. That structure is really important uh, for. Well, people in general, but uh, yeah. especially autistic people, uh, because it gives us something to like latch on to. Uh, that's uh, some somewhat normal for us. Um, Interesting. Uh, and and so because she was allowing me to go and do what I felt like I needed, but at, at like a, a, a cost. Yeah. It, um, it taught me to be able to interact with people. And that's really helped me out in life because I can, I can go to people and, uh, express my, feelings or misgivings uh, without uh, worrying too much that I'm not going to be heard or right. understood. Right, right. So uh, can I ask you a question? Uh, do you have other autistic friends? Like you, you spoke a little yes. about the, 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 the place where you're living. Um, Tell me about that. Um, I am in a program uh, 
that's called Transition Academy, done by a place called First Place, and I guess First Place is the first of its kind in the United States, where it's a live-in live -in community uh, for autistic people and other people with neurodiversities. And what happens a lot with, uh, or what, what what I've noticed a lot with people with autism is there's other problems, uh, not just autism. So a lot of people with autism also have like vision problems. Interesting. And uh, um, and their uh, ADHD and that that type of and dyslexia are also like very prevalent with. Uh, all the autistic people that I've ever met. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, would you say that you're more outgoing than uh, than, the, than your autistic friends now? I am a lot more outgoing than my uh, than other autistic people that I know. Uh, except for my best friend, he's very outgoing, and yeah. he, he's. I, I'd say he's a one or a two on on the. A scale uh, so, so there's different types of um, spectrums that autism has and there's like certain ones that are like specifically for um, so, so uh, it, it's been explained to me that autism there, there's like three or four different spectrums that sure that are associated with autism and one of them is a scale of one to five and I'm a three, which means I'm like middle of the road. So you were talking about this a little bit and earlier and so can you can you tell us what a one is? So, two so, isn't yeah. So one is uh, if someone is a one then they're probably not going to be seen as autistic unless it's someone who actually diagnoses uh, autism and has a lot of uh, experience with diagnosing uh, people with autism. Wow. And then a five is like uh, borderline superhuman in some respect, like yeah. someone who can uh, see a skyline and paint it uh, see a skyline once and paint it every window and yeah. everything yeah detailed perfectly like minute detail right yes. like down to yes yeah like yeah is, is very aware of everything or and, uh, like that's just one example like other people are skilled in different in other ways within autism so yeah yeah I've heard that before where, you know, there's there's kind of like this idea that, that people who are autistic are actually operating at a higher level than, I guess, someone who isn't. Have you heard any of that? It's, or it's, do you, what are your thoughts on that? It's kind of like that. So, yeah. um, autistic people experience feelings more profoundly. Okay. So, so, like, the senses and, like, pain, like, we, we experience pain a lot more profoundly than 
non-autistic people. Are you talking and, physical pain or are you talking like yeah, emotional pain? Fi- yeah, I, I'd say physical pain. We're, we're kind of uh, unused to emotional emotions in general. Uh, we're, we're not... Uh, we don't process emotions the same way because our, our processing is is so much more interconnected between things. Like, like there's a certain point uh, in a child's life where their 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 brain uh, undoes, or this this is how it's been explained to me is that their brain un, undoes connections so that they can make new connections. Wow. But autistic people, their brain just makes more connections on top of the old connections. So everything is a lot more connected. So in in high school, people would tell me that I'm uh, random, but it was because they'd say something. And that thing would make me think of the next thing in the line. And that thing would make me think of the next thing in the line. That thing would make me think of the next thing in the line. And so I had made like seven or eight connections in a line within a couple of seconds. And I'd say the last thing in the line. Wow. And they, they wouldn't know what to say because, and they'd call me random because they didn't see all of those connections that I made in my head. Wow. And since I hadn't explained those connections or anything, uh, they they just thought that there was something screwy going on in my head. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I, I guess that that kind of makes sense. You know, if if they're not aware of your situation or, or of your background, and you're, yeah. you know, yeah. well, and I I didn't know it was autism. Yeah, autism back then, and they. They didn't know either, so. Yeah. Wow. So, Tully, uh, we just wanted to spend some time with you and kind of introduce you. Like I said, Tully is going to be one of our panelists on the Phoenix Panel Project's uh, special needs uh, panel uh, happening on January 30th at the Helio Basin Brewing Company. And uh, we're really excited to have you on. Um, that's that's all we need for you today. And uh, I'm really excited to get to know you more. Uh, you are also an artist, so tell us a little bit about... Um, where they can find you. You got a website, you have a Facebook page, uh, um, you sell some really great art. That's how, and I just want to give you kind of a shout out while, if I can, if I may, okay. um, and, and really kind of shout out your mother because when I, when I went to the place where you were doing your art, uh, you were selling your art, you came right up to me. You came right up to me and you said, hey, you know, I'm selling my art. And I said, awesome, I was taking a look at your art. And then you you openly said, you know, I'm autistic. And, and we had this wonderful conversation and I just, uh, I think you're a, I think you're an upstanding gentleman, and I think that you are. Um, you know, I'm really excited for, for people to learn and to uh, and hear more about your story and your journey in life. So, tell us a little about your art and tell us where they can find you if you if if you'd like. Um, I I I this this past art night I I sold my first piece of art for, uh, as far as that is. Uh, That's amazing. Uh, but um, I. I have an Instagram that I, I show my art on, and uh, it's not public because I didn't know, 
and how, uh, how people would receive my ideas. So, hmm. uh, it's, totally and we don't have to make it public now if you don't oh, want to. Oh, I, I know, uh, it's T U L L Y underscore U R D R A S Y L Tully Erdersil. Cell is a reference to the great cosmic ash tree Yggdrasil um, in uh, Norse uh, or in Asatru. Um, Tully, if there was one thing yeah. that you could say to anybody listening today um, that would either make them more aware or um, just something that's important to you in regards to being autistic or living an autistic life, what would that be? Oh, um, I don't know. Uh, just be yourself because, uh, like, like, people always said that to other people, but people never said that really that much to me yeah um because everyone thought that i was just weird or something but yeah just be yourself because it's really hard to find who you are if you're, you've spent your whole life trying to hide who you are Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end on that note. Thank you so much, Tully, for joining us today. We look forward to hearing more from you and about your journey on January 30th. Okay. Thank you. For more information on Phoenix Needs Special, to reserve tickets, or to hear testimonials from other panelists and experts, please visit ybspros.com forward slash Phoenix Panel Project. The Phoenix Needs Special Panel Discussion takes place on January 30th at the Helio Basin Brewing Company. And don't forget to join the discussion by joining the Phoenix Panel Project group on Facebook and by subscribing to the Phoenix Panel Project Podcast.